0: Hi, folks. You are watching and listening to a very special edition of Open Bar here uh, on, on Tequila Fishtado Media. I'm Mike Morales here in Southern California. We're very, very honored to have that gentleman over there. He is uh, Eduardo Lalo Camarena, and and my cohort, my co-host, my partner in crime on that side of the screen is Jim Johnson in Youngstown, Ohio. Jim and I, the reason I have Jim on with us, Lalo, is that, is that Jim and I did the review for Camarena Tequila. Great. And, Great.
1: Uh, and
0: that that review won't be seen until Carrera. 2020.
1: Carrera Tequila.
0: Carrera. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why am I, ah, wow. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Thank you for, for correcting me. I'm going to hold it so that way I know what I'm looking at. Um, <laughs> It's just a. So Jim that I-
2: last name is just so ubiquitous with tequila that. You know. oh, yeah, yeah, you're,
0: you're. It's like you can't, you, you know, you can't. You, it's like it's like a bug in your head. You can't get rid of it. You know. Yeah. And, and Jim and I, when we did the review, I said, Jim, I don't know, I don't know what branch of the Camarena family this gentleman is from, but we fell in love with your tequila. That review will be seen in twenty twenty two. We're filming this in last part of 2021. You'll probably see this first quarter somewhere. And I want people to know your story because we we had nothing to go on except the information that we were provided, uh, the background of the story, and and all that. But the juice was telling another story that was even deeper. And I thought, you know what? I got to get in touch with with Eduardo, and that we got to do the interview because we we had we had. Um, we not only did the review, but then we had all these other questions like, where are they coming from? And how come we've never heard from them? And and, and pr- off camera, uh, Lalo expre- explained the family tree. So uh, Lalo, can I call you Lalo? Is that OK? Because yes. I know that, Please. that Please. I, um, this is Carrera Tequila, folks. This is going to be the next greatest branch of the Camarena family and and all their own. And. If you haven't seen that review, if it hasn't played yet, go back and watch it. Uh, Lalo, tell me tell me where you you fit in. Where's your branch of the family, of the Camarena family fits into Carrera?
1: Okay, so, uh, well, we are the, the Camarena family. We are comes from the same great, great grandfather, which is uh, Pedro Camarena. Uh, we all come from the same. My great-grandfather, Agustin Camarena, co-founded with his brother Jorge Lalteña in 1937. Uh, then they, they separated. And my great-grandfather, Agustin, founded uh, La Randina in 1938. Uh, both distilleries are at Arandas, as you may yes. know. Uh, so they, he founded La Randina. And that's where my, where my most uh, close family come from. Uh, they launched Camarena Tequila like a long, long time ago, uh, which which was a, was a brand at that time that sell very well. Then they started with Casco Viejo, which was like number five in the world at uh, 2008, uh, number one in Mexico at that time on, on volume wise. Uh, and then they, they relaunch uh, Camarena Tequila, uh, they partnership with AJ Gallo, and, and they, they relaunch Camarena, which is this brand, as you as you may know yes. it. So so my father is actually his name is, is here on the on the bottle on the glass his uh-huh. So that's that's where I come from. Uh, he, he is he's one of the faces of Camarena and the producers. Uh Uh, and my father uh, he wanted a premium tequila so he came to me like six years seven years ago uh, with this uh, dream of having a a more premium brand something that he created from the start to the finish so I helped him uh, develop this this brand this image Uh, he's the one he's the maestro tequilero he's in charge of of the tequila. He's in charge of the caldo. He he always says uh, that he was born under a steel because when he was like 12 years old, uh, he he went to work to the distillery with his great grandfather. Uh, He was very close to him because my grandfather, uh, he passed away very young and my father was very, very young. So he was very close to his great grandfather which is my uh, great-grandfather, Agustín. So, yeah, that's why uh, we launched this uh, this tequila, this Carrera. This is De Añejo. This, is, this yeah. is... We, Jim and I,
0: we went bananas over this hole because <laughs>
1: the,
0: the quality fell right in line with, you know, El Tesoro and with G4. And, you know, the quality was was at that level. I mean, that's a, that's a high bar because a lot of people are, are in love with, you know, the, the, the Camarena name and, and each of the different styles of tequila that are coming from those different distilleries. And mm-hmm. I was not aware up until off camera when Lalo showed me that bottle of Camarena. You said something really interesting that uh, in the United States, it's a partnership between you and, and, and Gallo, correct? Yes. But the rest of the world... You you folks, your family still owns that brand, and and it is still made. Uh, the for the American market, it's made somewhere else at another distillery. For the yes. rest of the world, you guys are still making it. And and I said, that's not fair, because I really liked it when <laughs> it first came out. It had a great premise. They had the food truck, it was the first time they had paired a food truck with a tequila. Girl. And they were they were making tacos with it, and and it was it was a very popular. Uh, I still have pictures of the of the you know the the splash that it made, <laughs> and uh, and I told Jim I may have told this story before, but I was invited to Angel Stadium uh, for a rollout in Southern California where, where Camarena was was being introduced to a bunch of um, journalists, and 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 not, at that time there wasn't so many influencers. And you're right. Uh, I think I think the quality has 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 gone more mainstream. But when it first when it first came out, it was really delicious. And and for the price, it wasn't it wasn't bad. So Jim, what what sort of questions did you have for Lalo? Because I, I know we had a whole bunch of questions. Um, obviously go ahead, go ahead. You you go first because I'm I can go on and on, but you know.
2: Well and um First of all, this is uh, without a doubt one of the 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 better tequilas I've had in my career here at tequila aficionado. So thank you. Uh, congratulations on that. The, I, I, honestly unfortunately and 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 we're coming out of the pandemic where where I've had some friends over in the past couple months while this was sitting on the bar, and they got to it a little bit before I did. and I said, okay, you can't have any more, and now it's going way far away, and and it's just for me now. But uh, <laughs> I'm kind of our resident bourbon guy on Tequila Aficionado, and you guys use virgin barrels, not used hey. barrels. And what, first of all, why virgin, and why um, why did you decide to go that route, and and do you source them similarly to how you get the used bourbon barrels, or is it totally different?
1: Well, we we, we call them virgin because they haven't had any other different spirit than tequila on them. So that's why we use the term uh, virgin, not bourbon, not cognac, not champagne. So we really like this brand. When we launched it, uh, we wanted something pure. We wanted, we wanted to bring tequila to the people. And when I say tequila, this is just tequila. I mean, we 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 do pure tequila. We use no additives. Uh, we use uh, new, uh, no different barrels than tequila barrels because we want to maintain something the purest way. And if you can uh, read on the on the labels, uh, on this label it says puro de agave. We we I used that word puro because. It really is not because I wanted to just put puro de agave. it, it because it really is puro. Uh, I, we don't have additives. We don't have any other spirit uh, on the on the barrels. So yeah, that's why we use uh, uh, virgin barrels for these profiles. Of course, we're planning new profiles uh, uh, in some point uh, cl- uh, uh, short term, but uh, at For this main uh, uh, lineup we wanted to maintain it the purest uh, way. We we loved it and we you know it's interesting because
0: again we didn't we didn't know you prior to doing the tasting we just had the information provided but it was almost like we we started to I started to surmise and make assumptions and and try to formulate this whole thing and and I go this is This is right in line with what we already know about the Camarenas, and and that they're, you know, that they're agave growers, and and they're they want to present the their agave in the best way possible. So, the less the less they uh, they interfere with that, the the more the agave comes through. And we were we were impressed because you know nowadays Jim and I have had several uh, tequilas together, several reviews. Under our belts, and what's interesting is that you know uh, they all have different flavor profiles, and some of them have you know, as Jim says, bourbon profiles and cognac profiles and French oak you know influences, and with the Camarenas, you can you can pretty much rely on not having a whole lot of influence because they are agave growers. Now you you obviously you folks have your own your own um, uh, huertas and and your own property. Um, Tell us how old the agave is before you you harvest it for this for this
1: line for this brand. Well, for for Carrera, we try to use uh, the maximum that everyone is using on 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 years right now, which is around seven years, six seven years. Uh, I mean, people can tell you that it, it will be cut at uh, eight years, nine years, but uh, everyone is good at the top at seven, I think, because. Right now, the agave, you know, it's the the business is growing so fast. Everyone is adding uh, uh skim, or or something into the into the harvesting in order to to cut them on, on four years, five years agave, and you see the the, the, big, the big big pineapples of, of agave, like uh, in five years and then because they are adding something. But we we try to use. Uh, the, the traditional harvest agave on a seven seven years uh, ab- average, uh, and that's what what maintains uh, like the quality and the, the of the purest agave. You know the the sugars and and everything on it. So, yeah, that's that's around the age. Just out of curiosity, what's your average bricks on on your piñas? Uh, our average bricks. Uh huh. I, I don't have that uh, information. It's, it's OK. You know, I, I say
0: that because, you know, the, the Camarenas are kind of known for having for doing it properly. And then and 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 they even when they say the number of bricks, people don't believe them. You know what I mean? Because we know that that there's no law that says they have to be a certain bricks. But I know that that among among tequileros and agareros, they, they prefer a certain amount of bricks. And so I just kind of wondered, you know, because the character that comes through on 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 in in this tequila, and again, folks, it's Carrera tequila, you gotta get it, okay? Um, the character that comes through is just, like I said, it just falls right in line with what we already know in the in the American market, and probably in Europe now at this point.
1: Um, that's that's why I asked. I, I yeah, mean, no, 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 don't worry. I mean. Te- technical questions. Uh, my father, he's the one on the on, on the tequila side. I, I, I'm more on the on the commercial part of the company, on the on the direction of the company. But uh, I mean, general terms, I can answer you. But on, on the Briggs terms, he's the one that could have that question answered.
0: How how uh, how recently did you launch this brand?
1: How recently? Uh-huh. Uh huh. It has like five years and a half uh it has f- five years and a half uh, we went through a lot of uh, situations in the u.s so we finally had it really i mean we launched it like five years ago we had a situation with the distributor because he wanted to purchase the brand and the brand was new so we were like come on the brand value is nothing right now so we wanted to grow the brand before so, he didn't want to distribute then, and we find another distributor, then COVID comes. So, it has oh been- my God. my <laughs> yeah. 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 well, tough. Typical
2: for me, you know, I'm, I'm always the one harping on, the, this is why we can't have nice things in the United States, is because it's so hard to get good stuff to the people here. Exactly. Um, you know, but uh, I, I just had a little bit of a, a question about, you know, a lot of this process, because This is probably the only other place in in the the spirits industry aside from wine where you guys have control from the ground to the bottle a lot of the time. You know the grape grower is also the wine producer in most cases, whereas here the agave grower is also in charge of of the tequila and so a lot of that agave comes through, but. I, I mean is that one of the things that you were going for was was capturing a little bit of that aranda's terroir and, and getting a little bit of that flavor of where you guys are actually growing and 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 looking out over those fields and, and and just putting that taste as
1: much as you could in a bottle exactly exactly my father has always said that he wanted to 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 do uh, a tequila the way his grandfather taught him so he wanted to do the the most traditional way, uh, tequila. So yeah, that he wants to to, 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 to translate to, uh, how, how can I say it, to bring that to people so, so they can taste the, the real taste of Aranda's tequila or a Highlands tequila uh, the way his grandfather taught, uh, taught him. So yeah, wow. that's his, 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 uh, his objective with this brand.
0: Uh, that you said your father's name is Ma- Don Maur- Mauricio, is that correct?
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Tell 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 your father, tell Don Mauricio that he succeeded, and yeah. he's he <laughs> oh over delivered. Yeah. He over
2: delivered. Tell him to pull back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he, well, and I just I I just thought it was interesting because you know I I I did get that sense because if you look at the back of the labels on these bottles, your whole method is there for everybody to see. I mean, everything that you do is very transparent, but it was just it was interesting to me when I tasted this and I saw that the 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 barrels were unadulterated. I, I kind of got the sense that this is supposed to have this kind of pure expression of the agave. How much different is this your father and your grandfather how much do they think there's a difference between this this way of doing it and all the stuff that's hitting the market in mass right now just Trying to be kicked out so that there's thousands and thousands of bottles to be on the shelf. I mean, is it this much? Is it a mile? How different from
1: 1938
2: when when the first one started
1: rolling? See, no, I mean it's pretty different right now. I mean, there's there's no way you can supply the demand on the, on those brands that uh, sell millions of cases a year with the traditional ways of of producing tequila. Uh, there's no way they will do it. So. Right now, you know the the diffuser the, that is being used in order to extract everything from the from the agave plant. So you extract some stuff that shouldn't be extracted into the final product. So yeah, that's the quality. That's some some stuff that you will lose uh, for for at that price of the volume, right? But yeah, yeah. there's there's very. I mean there's very different processes. There is more artisanal or ancestral process, uh, and there's the industrial process, and there's way more industrial with the diffuser right now that it's another, the the, the technology, you know? And and, and the technology sometimes is good for some things, but for purposes of having a good, a good food or a good beverage you know that uh, industrial processes are not the way to go
0: right yeah the shortcuts just never make I I, I would imagine that uh, uh, you and, and your father are probably not um, are happier doing doing this kind of thing you know this kind of a product because yeah. taking shortcuts will never make you happy you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, every little detail, folks. Again, go watch the review if, if it's out right now. Everything you need to know is on the back of this label. But uh, for those of you who are big fans of, of the Camarena family and the Camarena name and the quality, um, don't hesitate when you see this this bottle out there. You need to see it's getting. See this one's got Lalo's signature on that. I don't know if you can see that or not. But <laughs> So how how involved are you? In the process, yourself. I mean, why? Where do you? Where do you fit in? Where? Um, I mean, I imagine that you learned the business from the ground up, but, yeah. but you know, are are you? What's your favorite aspect of the business? Do you like distillation? Do you like agave
1: growing? Do you like the marketing part of it? I mean, is that? No, no, no. I love everything about the process. I mean, when I was young, my father brought me to the fields, and I and I he and I was he him- he mando Agaves. Uh, I've been on the warehouses, packaging small bottles when I was young. I've been on the distillery, a long, many, many, many times for long times. So yeah, I, I love all the processes. I love traveling. Uh, I was the the, the export uh, international sales that, uh, at, at Camarena at Casa Camarena. So I, I traveled a lot of countries selling tequila when I was 23 years old.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> right now, I'm 32. So, yeah, I mean, I so love So you're
0: every- semi-retired now,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> <I> semi-retired. <laughs> oh, wow. I uh, know, but but, but I, I love every part of the, of the process, uh, especially on Carrera. Uh, when I come in, it's on innovation. So I keep telling my father which way we should go. Uh, he loves to do, of course, the stuff and the volume, and he likes the volume mm-hmm. a lot. But I tell him that that's not the way we are aiming at Carrera. We are aiming on selling good quality stuff uh, and low volume, of course, medium volume, but good quality. So so we need to focus on innovation and and, and new things. Uh, For example, uh, uh, last year we released the Cristalino for the Mexican market, uh, which is a success here in Mexico. I know in the U.S., Cristalinos are not very well do- doing, but here in Mexico, Cristalino is a category that is growing really, really fast. This is a reposado Cristalino. Uh, you can find it now uh, at our uh, distributor, so you'll probably find it later on stores. Uh, also, yeah, that's,
0: one, that's one we didn't get, Jim.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. No, but,
2: yeah, well, and I, I I get that, that, you know, we, we've... We've got our own idea of what should be up here in the United States, and I think it's completely different in Mexico. Besides the U.S., what do you think is is, is the next big market for for tequila, and and where are you guys looking in terms of distribution that that's going to be the next hotspot?
1: Well, uh, I I don't know. I mean, there's a few markets that are bit, that are growing really fast. For example, Australia is growing really fast. Colombia is another market that is really really interested into tequila and of course the traditional markets uh uk is a big market for tequila and has always been japan also has always been a new market for tequila right now we are we're speaking with people uh at uh china from shanghai so i think uh one of the biggest market maybe for these kind of brands like the camarena family brands all the brands that you mentioned Will be China, maybe Hong Kong, the ultra premium bra- bars, and, and those places where they like to drink good stuff, you know,
0: right? Yeah, that's it. That's a tough market, though. Uh, I mean, there's there's got it's it's got the pros are great, but then there's a, the the list for cons is also great. You know, there's a there's <laughs> a quite a quite a challenge in Asia. You know, but but it doesn't. You know, I guess the fearless go. Yeah, I mean, this horse you can't stop this horse, man. This is. No. This is going to be, this is, uh, how many states are you in? Do you know? Because I, I, like I said, I I found you all on uh, Instagram, uh, which is where I'm tending to find a lot of newer brands when they're launching. I'm keeping an eye on several of them because what we've done for 22 years at Tequila Aficionado is look and seek new brands. um, And, you know, by the same token, there's a lot of uh, a, a lot of um, mass market brands contact us and send us samples that, you know, but they don't need us. You know, um, yeah. I, I always look for something really cutting edge. And, and you know, I, I like to give a voice to the to the brands that, that pe- maybe people aren't aware of yet. How, so how many how many states are you in right now?
1: So uh, basically we're right now in uh, California, Texas, Arizona, Nevada and Washington. Those five states, uh, I'm very aware that we are uh, with my distributor. He he's the strongest on those states, uh, but he's supposed to be nationwide a distributor. So I think he will be grow a little by little to other other states. <coughs> Excuse me. Coming last
2: to Ohio. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. always the redheaded stepchild in this one. I never get anything. Here yeah, except one gets sent to me to, to, to be tasted here. So, but I'll find you guys somewhere. I'm sure. I, I've got I've got friends in low places. We'll get it. <laughs> uh, do you
0: have an online retailer where where people can find this online?
1: Uh, yeah, there's a. Uh, I just look look at it. Actually, uh, there's this uh, retailer, Old Town Tequila. It's oh called- yeah. He he has our stuff, Uh, of course, uh, the Tequila Hombre, which has been a great help for us from the brand. Uh, He has a fermented steel. Uh, It's his channel where he sells. And of course, Total Wine. Total Wine, you can find us and Specs in Texas. So so those are the, the, the online markets that I can tell you right now that I'm aware of. Uh, of course, there should be more that that my distributor uh, have not shared, but uh, those are the ones that that I know of. So,
0: so, tell us the story behind the uh, behind carrera because there's a wonderful story in the in the in the background information you that you sent us. Uh, why, don't, why don't you re- relay that story because it because it's kind of wonderful. You know, I don't know who wrote that copy for you, but it's a great story. And I'm not even sure if I believe it, you know, <laughs> part of
1: it. <laughs> yeah, the, the story uh, behind the brand was uh, he, he my, my father uh, registered this brand uh, before everything. He had it already. Uh, he loved racing. He loved horse racing since he was young. Uh he used to do a lot of horse riding. He even uh, r- r- ride horses without the chair. Uh, just, uh, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. So oh, he loves to, to do horse riding. And, and he yeah. used to do Carreras Parejeras, which is uh, a race one-against-one uh, horses, where they used to bet and stuff, and when he was uh, this, uh, there's this story that we that we use for the brand of uh, when he was really really young, uh, he and his brother went to horse racing at Arandas at the Carril, um, at the town. Uh,
0: uh, the raceway is pretty much the raceway.
1: Yeah, he, he went racing there. Uh, it was closed. Uh, they still got in with their horses and and get on the racetrack, and the story tells us that when they were finishing up. Uh, my father was in front, my my uh, my uncle was by his side behind him. But when they were close to the end, they saw this chain uh, that there was this chain at the end because it was closed, of course. And and it, the story tells that uh, that he tells me is that when when he they were close to the finish, the other horse uh, reaches the other one and they went at the same time and they got lucky because. By that strength, the the horses could broke the the chain and uh, nothing happened to them. Otherwise, if one arrives earlier than the other, you you never know. Yeah, that's ugly. Exactly. <laughs> wow. There
0: could have been a tragic end to that story.
1: So, yeah. So, so he, he, we, what we tell him the on Carrera brand is that the, to break the chains, you know, uh, break the chains, like be different uh break the chains just uh do your own thing you know
0: but you know they're, you're breaking the chain but you're you're doing it the old-fashioned way yeah and that's really yeah. that's see to me that's innovative because jim and i like i say, we've we've had several tequilas and some mezcals and some of them are more mainstream than others and everybody wants to you know Overproduce and get out there, and you got you know, celebrities that are that are promoting their brands, and it's being the market's being flooded by, in my opinion, mediocre and and less lesser brands, and
1: mm-hmm. yet they have a yeah. bigger
0: name, you know. And then it comes along Carrera that's been that apparently has been around longer than I've known, and and you're you're disrupting the market. Okay, but you're not saying that. You're disrupting it by by bringing back the old-fashioned way. Yeah. And and that's what I, Jim and I fell in love with the juice. I said, yeah. I got to talk to this family because I've been very fortunate. I, I've talked to Alan Camarena about G4. We've had him on Open Bar uh, a couple years ago. Yeah. I've known Felipe. I know Carlos. We've known each other for a long time. So So you're the branch of the Camarena family that I missed somehow, <laughs> you know and and so i want to really thank you for taking the time with us too because this is this is really special for for us because um it's it's a discovery for us that that there's still there's still a quality brand out there that is um so worth everybody's time and is like i said right up there with with the family name i mean you guys have a reputation to uphold whether you whether you guys are you know together or not do you guys ever get together do you guys have like big family barbecues or something i don't know
1: uh well just uh from my grandfather from my grandmother and down but but with the people from the other tequila rents we don't we don't usually get together
0: oh okay okay well <laughs> you know i i had to ask i don't i know that there there you know you guys have uh, all of you have large family uh yeah, trees. I, mean, I,
1: I wish we 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 do that but I don't know what's the history between my, my, you know, my great grandfather and their brothers. And so I don't know what happened, but yeah, we don't get together.
0: Well, you know, uh, I, I got to say that the, the, it's in your blood, man. Cause it's gotta be in your blood. Cause, cause like I said, Jim and I flipped, we went bananas. I said, I got to talk to this guy because I need to know, you know, I, I I'm sure Don Mauricio is is very, um, um, charismatic because each of the Camarenas that I know are, in their way, are very charismatic. You know, uh, Felipe. We everybody in the U.S. calls Felipe a mad scientist because of his his innovation and the mm. way he uses his water. <laughs> and, and Carlos, I've interviewed him before. I have a I have a. Um, I have a, a, a video of him where I, he was in L.A., and, uh, and I was in a bar. They were rolling out tapatio, and I, I asked him a question. There was a whole bunch of bartenders. It was all for the trade, you know, and mm. I asked him, I said, could you explain to us, the, uh, who are lay people, explain distillation to us? And the first things out of his mouth is distillation is the meaning of life. And and the crowd went bananas after that. I mean, he just went into it. So I'm very familiar with with each of you, and so I, I needed to, I needed to have this meeting and and show the folks that that there is another branch of the Camarena family, which obviously is is famous. I didn't know that your family, that branch of the family, was involved in, in Camarena tequila. I, I had no idea.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's my 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 father and his brothers and my grandmother' business. Of Camarena Tequila, and this is a very small company where it's just my father and I, and that's it. That's a different companies, but yeah, we all work together. We do the bottling and everything at the same distillery, so yeah, it's pretty much the same. Wow, we take care of the quality, so yeah. So, um,
0: what? What do you want people to know about Carrera and about your branch of the family? I mean, this is your platform. So what I mean, you've obviously been a, a brand ambassador in other countries for Camarena. So you, you, you kind of have a facility to, to, you know, for explaining how, how what you want to present. So now that you have Carrera, what what do you want people to know about it? What you know, what do you want to say about you and the family in the background, all that stuff?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh- well, Carrera is 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 a brand that is uh, for a day-to-day use. It's a daily brand. It's not a very very expensive uh, uh, value bottle that you you drink once. Uh- Wait a minute! Wait
0: a minute, Jim! Jim is looking at us incredulously. The quality of this <laughs> bottle is not for an everyday drink. I mean, it,
2: it, well, it is if the bottling is right down the hall, and I get that because you know here I sit in this place where you can't get it, but. <laughs> Please expound on that, but I will tell you this, for me, because of the scarcity that I will have, just being where I am geographically, this is not an everyday tequila. If it is an everyday tequila, you are a very lucky individual to have this at, on your shelf at the store. So, but please continue yes. and expound on that yes. point.
1: Yes. Thank you. So, yeah, uh, for, for, for me, I mean, as I see it, as the, the brand has grown a lot here in Mexico also. So, it's, it's like for sipping on a day-to-day basis uh, a blanco or a cristalino for for those more uh smooth uh, palettes that that don't like the the strength of the tequila uh, so it's a a very traditional tequila the purest way you can find it so it's traditional it's pure it's uh it's the purest you can get it so it's a, a day-to-day tequila where you you don't get uh anything uh Different. You will not get surprises. It's just a very well done tequila, the traditional way. That's it, pretty much.
0: Wow. You know, Jim, their
2: idea of an everyday tequila and our idea of an everyday tequila are really two separate markets.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, it it, it, it is, and, and and we're we're Americans, and we're up here getting distribution of obviously a lot of different stuff, and uh, it's it's just it's nice for me personally that. Having grown in this space and and learning about agave through tequila aficionado, there's so much celebrity tequila on the shelf at my liquor store because the tequila is out there simply because that person was a was a movie star or a musician or a reality TV star. It's very nice to have celebrities in the tequila world, or a family name that's got so much history behind it, present a traditional tequila for people who really enjoy it. For that, I hope that gets as much traction as the hollywood crap that's coming down the pike so um thank you so much for sending this to me uh i really appreciate it it's going to go back up on my on the back of my bar i'll probably break out a little at christmas time and then wait another year before (laughs) i do it again so yes it is everyday tequila if you are in texas if you live by a total wine yeah
1: if you are (laughs) in youngstown ohio don't touch it
2: (laughs)
0: <laughs> you're you're familiar with the American market, so you you know that Jim lives in a control state. Yeah,
1: and, I know.
0: And control states, every state runs it differently. Some some brands, per you know, they're they're primarily dominated by the by the bigger brands because, you know, because they can fill the volume and 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 they 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 just you know that's just that's just how they operate. Yeah. Uh, and so when I was so hoping that we, were, we would get this to Jim, because I, uh, I have two gentlemen, two, I have tequila aficionado has about 12 tasters now. Uh, I have one in the UK, uh, but we're scattered all over the country. And some of us are in California. I have one other gentleman in, in West Virginia who is that is also a control state. And he complains the same way Jim does, yeah. um, that they have to go to other states to get quality tequila and bring it back to them um, although Jim and I are going to have an open bar soon together about the, 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 I think Ohio has some really unique challenges to the control state environment that can be improved. Cause when you have a state like New Hampshire that is famous, it's famous for being a control state and they're doing it correctly. And I don't see why other control states can't take that business model and work with it. So, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's, politics but regardless uh, I, I was so glad that jim got this because he really has a wonderful palate uh and very often when we do tastings i learn from him i learn from all my all the guys uh even though i've been doing it for like 22 years but it, it, there's always somebody else that brings something new to us and when i saw this i said now nah, jim's gotta have this one he's gotta we've gotta you know, cause, um, Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and and we really appreciate that that you you came on. Uh, I, I was gonna I was gonna ask what sort of challenges did you find? Well, you kind of mentioned some of the original challenges coming into the United States, but now that you're here, what what other challenges do you foresee now for the brand? Now that you're it looks like you're firmly established, maybe not as well known as I would like it to be. But, but what do you see now as your, your current challenges in the US in expanding here?
1: Uh, well, uh, getting people to know the brand. That's the biggest challenge. Uh, we, have, uh, we trust the brand, we trust everything behind it. So the biggest challenge for me right now and for the company is uh, get the brand into people, into leaders like you guys that will uh, share with your communities and with your followers uh the brand in order so people can get to know who is behind the brand uh what's inside of it so that's the biggest challenge for us to be honest we we are not uh Cuervo, we don't have the big budgets uh, uh for 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 marketing and and we we are a, a traditional uh brand here uh trying to be a little bit disruptive as you say mike uh but yeah that's the biggest challenge to be honest of course uh we need to have innovation because there is so many brands right now of tequila uh, that i mean i see like one or two brands each day on instagram like this and with a lot of uh creativity and, and different names some make sense some don't even make sense but there's a lot of competition and if you stay, if you remain only with the blanco reposado añejo, envee cristalino, uh, you're another one. I mean, you're another brand. So you need to innovate. You need to have. Uh, you need to have extra uh, double casking, triple casking. Uh, we're launching. Uh, coming soon, we're launching a steel strength. Uh, so we are. Have- Please
0: remember your friends here. <laughs>
1: For sure we're we're gonna be sending one one for you guys so so you can have a, another review of it with me and Absolutely. we can maybe talk about it. But uh yeah, I, I actually have a little bit here that I, I can share with you guys so you can have a, a look. We're looking at, at two options, but uh this is pretty much uh this is pretty much how it's going to look like. Nice,
0: look at that
1: with a copper.
0: It's got a copper uh, uh, Stopper.
1: Yeah, yeah, can I ask you? Oh my goodness 46 We're we're thinking about 46 or 54. We're doing uh, research uh, So which is which is uh, better for us for a steel strength, but uh, it's going to be either either of those two This is a scoop folks Again, yeah.
0: Tequila Aficionado
1: has scooped the competition and we have
0: none actually. <laughs> because we invented drinking online. We did it, we did it years ago before before there was the internet. You know, we used to do it on dial-up and, and do it on audio. And and uh, I tell these guys that story, they don't believe me, but we grew up with the internet, and now we have a way to record and to meet you without having to actually meet physically. Are are you gonna Are you gonna be the face of the brand? Are you Do you see yourself traveling in the United States and doing these pairing dinners and meeting and because that seems to be the Camarena way because uh, that's how I remember Carlos and that's how Felipe is although Felipe is kind of shy I'm not sure why
1: uh, yeah. but
0: but anyway do you see yourself doing a lot of that because you're used to traveling right
1: Yeah of course of course I, I see myself doing this. Uh, we couldn't do a lot of traveling because of COVID last year and this year also. But uh, next year, hopefully, we're gonna be visiting some key accounts in the U.S., visiting some restaurants, some some people, and of course, uh, speaking about the brand, what's behind it. And, and yet yeah, of course, uh, I'm gonna be the face, I guess. <laughs>
0: Well, when you come to Southern California, you let me know, or if you ever make it to Youngstown, Ohio, uh,
2: you know, or, or, uh, you know, I I travel, too, so I'm happy to go. But, uh, yeah, I I just I'm I I cannot wait for this to get into more states and into more people's hands, because I'm really impressed by the the method. and, And in your case, tradition is the innovation kind of going back to the roots of the tequila, Love and I just cannot like some of my bartender friends are going to get a hold of this and think, oh, my God, this is this is killer. And this is what we've been waiting for for a long, long time, because, you know, they they've got to carry the stuff that people ask for, obviously. Um, and I'm just hoping that through the stuff that we're doing here, more people ask for the good stuff and, and get aware of of what it's really supposed to taste like. So I'm, I'm just hope I, I I wish you the best with your distribution and your growth in the United
1: States. Thank you Jim. thank you very uh, much I really appreciate it who
2: who
0: distributes you in 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 California can you can you say the name or
1: do you yeah know? yeah it's a Pacific edge wine and spirit oh
0: Pacific edge okay
1: they are yes. my, my distributor uh, nationwide so
0: oh okay okay good yeah because I, I you know I now that I've been here for a couple I've lived I grew up in Southern California and then I moved away for years, I've been I've been out of the state for a while, uh, but but I've been but I, right in the middle of COVID, I moved from from San Antonio. I moved out here w- right when it got to be ground zero at, uh, uh, at oh, of COVID, which kind of sounds counterintuitive. But now that I've been here, I've gotten to know some of the uh, some of the sh- representatives who handle you know uh, of 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 distribution. restaurant restaurant tours that I I've had relationships with. Uh, so many of them, you know, pay attention to what if I have a a suggestion or or a recommendation, you know, and and I want to make sure that uh, uh, that any of the restaurants and bars that, that I'm affiliated with or that we do any events with are aware of Carrera because this this here, if you're carrying G4, if you're carrying Tapatio, if you're carrying Tapatio 110, if you're carrying still strength from you know you need to carry this. You're your what I'm gonna say is your collection is not complete until you have carrera. Thank you. And and, and, and that's that's the bar is up here, and you've not only have you've broken the chain. You have you, have, you, have, you tell Don no, Mauricio he has broken that chain again. The chain. the chain I, I can't we can't, you know, we're we're gushing over this tequila because because you know we we've had the other ones as well, and and now that we we know that there's more coming down the pike, and no one else knows it except you know for if you're watching tequila aficionado, you're watching it. We just got a scoop, folks. It's exactly. coming. We don't know what we don't know what the ABV is going to be, but I'm sure you'll tell us <laughs> eventually. And I want to raise my hand, please. Anything that this line, if, if you can find it in your heart to send us some Cristalino, I would be more than happy. Um, you know, Jim and I would be more than happy to continue the review of the line because Thank now you. we know what to expect. And and I think the reason that I'm so excited to have you here is because there was something instilled in the in the distillate of of the person who was making it, and it's rare that you you know we get a lot of these brands and and many of them have different flavor profiles but there's no there's no soul to it and and they call it spirits for a reason and so i there was something i felt in this and it's a great story that that it's not even the grandfather it's the great grandfather's soul that was translated by your father and that you're carrying the banner for you know this is there had to be, you know what I mean? There's, uh, and Jim knows this, he, if, you, if there's a special bourbon, if there's a special scotch that that is coming down from somebody that that is representative of that person. And I said this to Jim in the review, if I know anything about the Camarenas, is that this has to represent the soul of the family or the person in, who's responsible for it. And that's what I felt with this. So, so, I needed to find out. I had to reverse engineer this story so I knew yeah. that I was right. I was right all along.
1: Right, Mike. Um, you were yeah, right.
0: Yeah. That's, that, you know, again, this is, and Jim Jim is very well connected with the, the, the liquor industry in the state of Ohio with many friends, uh, influential friends. And, and that, so it figures that, that somebody got a hold of his collection before he had a chance to to get into it. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> we have we have a rule with our tasters. I I if whoever gets the the, the tequila first or the agave uh, spirit first, you and you know that you're gonna get it. Don't tell the other person that you've had some before we go on camera because our, our our show our our ca- our show is called sipping off the cuff. And sometimes we never even take the cellophane. I, I'm so busy that I, I, you see me tearing the cellophane right on camera.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so so that way, if he's had any, it, you know, that's fine. But don't tell me what you think, because we're going to go on camera and we're going to, you know, we're going to do it. So you know, and I think it's more I, I think that the reviews are more genuine that way. Mm-hmm. And and literally, when you see those reviews, Lalo, you're going to you're going to laugh. You're going to cry. I don't know Uh, because we laughed, we laughed and cried at the same.